air from the state of Florida, where our 45th president temporarily resides until his triumphant return to that big house in Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024. Once again, it's time for the Flagler Trump Club's Future of Flagler podcast. Here are the patriots who will keep Flagler County red while making America great again. Your host, Trump Club President Mike McElroy, along with Trump Club Vice President and Palm Coast City Councilman Ed Danko. Welcome once again to the Flagler Trump Club's Future of Flagler video podcast. I'm your host, Ed Danko, along with Mike. Mike, what's new? What's up? Hey, hi out there, everybody. Uh, yeah, well, first I want to say kudos to our club and to our board, and particularly to uh, Loretta Suley and Celeste Johnson for the outstanding uh, picnic we had over Memorial Day weekend. We had a big crowd. Our guest here, yeah. we'll get to, yeah. attended. And uh, we had a crowd, and uh, we gave away some good prizes. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. so it was Everyone a lot of fun. had a good time. Uh, secondly, uh, and we're going to get into this in a little bit, we all know there have been, uh, we had that terrible tragedy in, in uh, Texas, yep. school shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one here uh, at Parkland, and Florida fixed some things here after the Parkland shooting, mm-hmm. uh, which a lot of other places don't have. So uh, beyond that, uh, I see uh, Mr. Trump's Senate candidate won, albeit by a narrow margin. Very close election. Uh, in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. yep, and he won a, a, a number of other primary endorsed places. I see, however, as usual. Is that a newspaper? That's a news. You folks out there, this is the newspaper, and my hand's covering the R section development vote delayed. Uh, so a developer has applied and been, I guess, awaiting approval for uh, a, uh, it sounds like a senior uh, requirement to, to get in this gated community right. in the R section. However, there's some uh, controversy over the entrance. And I- there is, and I went out and I met with residents out there because I wanted to see firsthand what the problem was. And they're not opposed to the development, but they are concerned about the safety of children who are directly across from that entrance waiting to be picked up by school buses. And it just appears to me that if there's an accident there that's caused by that entrance, uh, kids could get hurt, they could get killed. And I'm not going to have that on my conscience. So I uh, managed to delay this thing and get the city and the developer to go back to the drawing board. And maybe with the help of the school board, they can come up with uh, a solution, moving the entrance, moving the the school bus stop. But I think the safety of our children is paramount. And I'm not anti-development. I mean, I know developers have rights, and and I know that it's part of growth, and we're going to grow. But safety of our school kids... um, absolutely paramount and so i took a stand and i managed to convince the rest of the council to go along and see if we could fix this problem and i'm I, i'm hopeful we we will be able to fix it yeah but, and and development here of course has always been a controversial issue i guess yeah. if you lived here in 1999 when there were 5,000 people or even when you lived here in around 2000 when there were something like 32,000 people uh, you've seen a lot of development, uh, which was designed to be. We have to remember that ITT founded Palm Coast, uh, and they, they, who was partnered with them was Levitt, yeah. who built Levitt Town in Long Island. Yeah. So a lot of stuff was parceled out with the intent of developing it as single-family homes, and a lot of that still is single-family homes. But I see now you also had a little controversy on the city council over the approval of some 
uh, what I guess we'd have to call uh, multi multi-family density uh, yeah high density multi-family apartment complex a, a very high-end apartment complex is you know um, Eddie Burkino can consistently has been opposed to any multi-family housing um, and once again he he went into it only this time <laughs> he's attacking the developer who's from Alabama and it was like uh, it, 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 it was like I, I said to him, I said, oh, we're not at war with Alabama, Eddie. Anyone can come here. He's in the wrong state. He's got to move back to New Jersey. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, even Pierre and Flagler Fake News Live took a swipe at him over this. So, uh -huh. I, I don't know. You never know what to expect with this guy. <laughs> but it's always entertaining. And speaking of school shootings and, uh, and resource officers, I see our sheriff had a little... Uh, Got to be proud of Rick Staley. You he, want to talk about that? He is America's sheriff, as far as I'm concerned. Um, school board didn't want to pay for a sheriff uh, during summer school, uh, pay for a deputy during summer school. And Rick said, nope, I'm putting a deputy there. He will be armed, and you will be footing the bill. And that was the end of that conversation. And again, the safety of our kids, that matters the most. Well, Florida, as I said earlier, undertook some changes after the uh, Parkland shooting. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, you know, not that you can ever completely prevent a shooting, but I was in law enforcement for 40 years, and people like to pick soft targets. And what do we mean by a soft target? We mean places where if I'm carrying a gun and I want to go kill a lot of people, I know it's unlikely that any of the people I'm attacking will be carrying yep. a gun. So uh, th that's something to bear in mind. I know there were, I, if you want to see a great video, uh, just look at Sheriff Grady out there and uh, who explained school shooting. Uh. Mm -hmm. Well, I covered enough school shootings when I was a journalist. Um, you know, I was at Columbine. Um, I was in Paducah, Kentucky. I was in, I was in um, Arkansas. I, I, all, I mean, there were so many of them. It's, it's just a, it's a horrible, tragic thing when it happens. And I can tell you that in law enforcement, there's no more impact on someone uh, than to see any child harmed sure. anywhere. So sure. uh, it sounds like mistakes were made by, by that. Not surprisingly, if you are from a small department, you often don't receive the training and the resources that you need to respond to those things. So thank God we hopefully have. Hopefully there'll be some change. Thank God we have a great sheriff and, and we have great men and women that serve us as deputies in, in this, in Flagler County. Uh, and speaking of Flagler County, our guest today is County Commissioner Greg Hansen. Greg, right. welcome. All right, it's great to be here. Good to see you guys. Great. So, we love to have you. So, yeah. So you're up for re-election. How's the campaign going? It's it's going fine. It's going fine. It, it drains you a little bit because you're trying to do your job, and then you, as you know, and then you then you have to walk neighborhoods and. Go, go to places like this and mm -hmm. talk to people. You have to come see us. Come see you. Yeah, <laughs> that's so a chore. That's a chore. I don't yeah. know if that's worth doing uh, just to get so, elected. But. So it's good, and I enjoy it. So that and that makes it all worthwhile. Well, I I, I love knocking on doors, and um, I can't wait if I run again for something to, to get back to doing yeah. it. Uh, I love meeting people, and it's a great experience. Some people don't like doing it, or they're yeah. not cut out for it, but you certainly well, like people. So yeah, it's it fun. is fun. It yeah. is fun. And you do meet some great people. You do, and you you hear a lot of complaints too. Yeah. Well, I get to I get to what I what I end up doing a lot is explaining the difference between what you do and what we do, because <laughs> that that comes up all the time. They say, "Well, commissioner, fix my swale." Well, 
That's not, I can't help you. <laughs> I can't help you. No, you can fix this way. Else, we'll let you. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's fun, and it, and it's a kind of an educational thing too. You get a chance to to answer some pretty serious questions when you're standing right face to face with a with one of our citizens, and they have you. So they're going to ask some tough questions. So what what are some of the issues that you're dealing with well, the, the, with with the citizens when you're when you're meeting people, knocking on doors? Oh. It, it's always taxes in the budget, you know, and and you know I look at I look at what you do and and what I do, and I and I think that one of the most sacred jobs I have, one of the most important jobs, is the protection of the taxpayer dollar, because the tax collector collects it, but we spend it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're the guys that are saying they've got okay in the budget to go, and uh, and it's a tough job because the the requirements and the the needs of the community go up every year because our population's going up and um, and everybody said well that that increases your money that's coming in yeah well but so is inflation going up uh, the ability to buy gas is going up just the just the, the what it costs at the airport for gas for the airplanes and what it costs for our our police force to be out and put gas in their car uh, you know they've had to increase their budget just recently the sheriff has one hundred fifty thousand dollars just for gas just for gas no. so yeah, there's a lot of tough things we got to deal with, and so that always comes up. Are you, you know, you're spending our money on what? Well, there's no fat in our budget. And I'll, I can, I'll tell the anybody that wants to listen on that. There's no fat. We're having to cut. We're having to cut. So. Well, I think a lot of, and and one of the things that I think Greg is, uh, and I've known him for a while now, a few years. Uh, one of the things that. Uh, one of the reasons why uh, uh, he may be good for tough jobs is because, and I don't know if all our viewers know this, but Greg is a, not only is he a, a, a Naval Academy graduate, uh, but he is, he has captain uh, ships, you know, expensive ships. They're not <laughs> Some of the ships probably, I don't know, he won't tell us, but maybe they were armed, you know, with things that we shouldn't know we, they were. I have no doubt there were nuclear-tipped cruise missiles on board, but he won't tell us. Yeah, no. And, and I understand, I understand that policy, but I salute your service, sir. And uh, you're not going to pound that ring on the table, are you? No, no, okay. I, don't, I don't even have it on. <laughs> you don't even have it well, well, thank you for your service. And yes. what did that, how do you think that prepared you for your government role? Well, um, certainly from a management standpoint, when you're in charge, when you're in command of a, of a cruiser with 500 people on board and a budget that exceeds $2 million, you, you have, you learn a lot about, you know, uh, leading and managing and, and uh, knowing how to take care of the tough questions and when you have to say no. And uh, it really was a great preparation for this job, I thought. You know, it's kind of the interesting thing they always talk about leadership and, and you'll, hopefully second this, but leading, leading a group of people, and, and over the years, 27 years in the service, you get pretty good at that, how to lead. And then you then you get a job on the city council or the, or the county commission, and what what is leadership there? Yeah, it's a little different. Who are you leading? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you wish you could just issue an order. order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You wish yeah. you could just issue an order and everybody yeah, would follow yeah. it, right? Yeah, I, I'm used to saying rightful rudder, and it happens. You know? <laughs> Not that our Ed or, or you have this problem, but some, you know, some elected officials have egos, and and they don't like to, uh, uh, you know, 
take direction well. Yeah. Well, it's all you know. It's it's especially for the new candidates that are trying to to get on the city commission council or the like, you know the county commission. You, you have to understand there's five people, and one vote doesn't get you anything. No. <laughs> it's, it's hopefully if you have a good idea, there's going to be five. If you votes. can put together, yeah, yeah some kind yeah, of majority. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, you're you're up for election. Uh, Joe Mullins is up for election. I know in the past you guys have butted heads occasionally, just like I butted heads with uh, Melissa Holland. By the way, Melissa, if you are watching, you are always welcome to come on this podcast. Just give me a call. We'd love to have you as a guest. Miss you, Melissa. Anyway, I, I, I do that occasionally. I'm, I don't know if she's watching or not. <laughs> but... Um, um, uh, you and Joe have butted heads in the past, uh -huh. but you've also gotten along. You've we agreed on things and we stuff. So yeah. um, I don't know if he's supporting you or if you're supporting him or if you guys have, you know, yeah. or you just stay separate from that. Yeah, but, we just don't discuss it. But um, but I, I've seen you guys work together well and, and more and more of that. So I think that's a really good thing. Yeah, we actually have a pretty good commission. We really yeah, do. You do. You yeah, do. And, uh, every, it look some tough questions to get asked and, and we have we have the occasional three to two vote mm -hmm. but uh but a lot of five five vote votes mm -hmm. which is which is what you want you want everybody on board with what you're doing so i'm going to throw this question out to both of you because in the paper this week we've seen some uh letters to the editor uh i would say it's blowback from a previous letter to the editor or a couple in which some prominent Democrats were encouraging other Democrats to switch their party registration for purposes of entering the Republican primary and then switch back after the primary is over. So, so the intent is not that these were, these, uh, that they had some moment in which they discovered they were conservative. They're being encouraged to switch just so they can skew the vote in the primary and then, then come back to the a Democrat Party after the primary is over. Your thoughts on that? Well, um, I actually uh, called one of the people that wrote that initial letter, and I said, you know, you're a Democrat, I'm a Republican, we don't always agree, but I've always had respect for you up until that letter. Yeah. And I said, you know, you wonder why a lot of us think these elections are rigged, a lot of cheating going on. This, to me, may be legal, but it's cheating. You have no business voting in my primary, and I have no business voting in yours. And if that's the only way you think you can win, you have a problem. Mm -hmm. And and um, um, I'm sorry, you know. And I, and I and I let this person know, uh, you know, you've lost a lot of uh, my respect by doing this. Yeah. And I see uh, a lot of people are pushing back against this in, in letters. Well, yes, this yeah, week. there was one or two, but yeah. this this was filled with the how come you're going to do that and it's not ethical. And I, I, I agree that, you know, why don't you have the courage of your your center and your conviction? If you're a Democrat, then then. And what we'll do is we'll get your thoughts on that, Greg, once we break for this commercial and our sponsors. Tired of sitting at home restless? Need to exercise? Playing golf is one of the best ways to stay fit, and golf courses are one of the safest places to be. The gorgeous 18-hole Gary Player-designed Cypress Snow Golf Course is open to the public. Enjoy your game in the heart of Palm Coast, surrounded by nine glimmering lakes and plenty of wildlife. Your safe and healthy choice is Cypress Snow Golf, voted the most beautiful course in Flagler County. Call to book your tee time, 437-5807. That's 437-5807. Okay, we're back. 
Uh, our guest is County Commissioner Greg Hansen, who's also running for re-election. Greg, we were talking about um, Democrats switching parties just to vote in our Republican primary. What's your thought about that? Uh, I don't think it's right. Um, it's our primary. It's the Republican primary. Let us decide who our candidates are going to be. That's, that's the way it's supposed to work. That's why we have parties. That's why we have primaries. And uh, our primaries are closed because of who's running. I mean, there's a law, state law, that requires some to be open and some to be closed. Our primary is closed. Um, and uh, Republicans should decide who they want. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that's the way the system's supposed to work. So don't screw with it. Yeah, and and I mean, I welcome any Democrat that wants to switch to our party and For become a reason. Republican. Yeah. And I would think there's a lot of them out there looking at the price of gasoline, looking at inflation, looking at Joe Biden slipping once again, climbing the stairs to Air Force One, uh, looking at what's happening at our border, looking at that disgraceful withdrawal from Afghanistan. Now we're in this mess with Ukraine and Russia. Uh, I mean, everything just under this guy has gone bad. I can't think of one thing that he's done that's that, that that's that's worked. Um, so you would think a lot of Democrats are, are waking up to this and, and and we're hoping for a big red wave here uh, in November, taking back the House, taking back the Senate, keeping Flagler County red because we're real solid red here. We are. And um, but it's uh, it's just amazing that that I don't know what color the sky is in some of their minds. I don't know how else to say it. But I can't imagine going up paying almost $5 a gallon of gasoline and being happy being a Democrat. Yeah, and our gas prices are fairly fairly low on the scale in the United States. <laughs> yeah, compared to New York Here or in, California. But we're in the free state of Florida. That's right, yeah, and we are. We're under the national average. We are. Gas yeah. Price, yeah. So we, uh, we, we, we had the privilege uh, a few weeks ago uh, of having lunch, Mike and I, with, with, um, with Donald Trump's former chief of staff. Um, and uh, incredible guy. Uh, oh, he told some great yeah, stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And one of the things we asked him, I asked him, is um, I said, you, you talk to President Trump often. He goes, yeah, almost every night. And I said, so just tell us, is he going to run or is he not? And Mark Meadows said to me, he is going to run. That's so that's an interesting thing. I'm not seeing that uh, in print anyway. Uh, no, you're not. Well, he hasn't announced because, you know, once you announce you're a candidate, you have to start doing yeah. all those financial reports and stuff. And I bet on that level, it's got to be, you know, it's enormous. Um, I mean, I did my own finances when I ran. Uh, not that hard on this small level, but. When you're talking, you know, the type yeah. of type of money they have, yeah. um, so we're hoping we're hoping uh, you know we we've got we've got President Trump here, we've got a great governor here in Florida, um, you know this is we're we're really the free state of Florida. We really are. Yeah, yeah, we have a good chance to keep it and keep it running too. Our, our Attorney General. Oh, we need to keep her. Yeah. We Absolutely. Just, we just went to an event with her, a fundraising event. Uh, I guess it was a week or so ago. Yeah. She's a wonderful lady. She's a, she is first class. Yes, absolutely. We've been lucky with attorney generals under the yeah. Republicans in, in the state of Florida. All right. Get it, on the county level, Greg, I see there's some controversy going on with the uh, impact fees between the school board and uh, and. Uh, can you maybe enlighten people out there as to yeah, what? Yeah, I thought we reached a really good agreement on that, that we gave them um, 
about half of what they wanted with the proviso that every single year we would relook at it based on population of the students. And if the student population goes up, we'll raise it. We'll raise the impact fee. If it stays the same, it'll be the, be the same. If it goes down, we're going to keep it the same. So uh, I think it was a good agreement. And, and it, it was nice that everybody got on board and we had a 5-0 vote on it, and it was good. You know, it helps to have Andy Dance on our board, who came from school board, and he's been able to, you know, keep it, keep some um, true facts out on the table, if you will. But what was important was the builders agreed, school board agreed, and we agreed. And I think it was a, a really good solution. It just, it will rely on the student population. Student population Which goes up, yeah. it goes up, we're going to increase the impact. Rate. So, uh, uh, and as you know, it has not gone up. So. Uh, but we gave them the raise anyway, because that that the number that they had was five years old, mm -hmm. and inflation and everything mm -hmm. else, you know, we had we had to raise it. We had to raise it. So it was a good solution, and uh, as I said, we've left the door open every single year to go back and look at it. So I thought it was good, good solution. What what do you see since this is the future of Flagler video podcast? What do you see in the future of Flagler for the future of Flagler? Well, um, there's going to be a lot of challenges that that you and I or our respective commissions and councils are going to have to work together. For instance, the, the mayor's big push to move west and to establish that. Palm Coast 2.0, I call yeah, it. Yeah, and, and that's going to, there'll be a lot of things where we're going to have to work together on that to make mm -hmm. that work, and mm -hmm. I think it's the right thing to do, but, but we're going to have to work together on that. There's a lot of, uh, for instance, in the in the parcel that's the southernmost of the two parcels, mm -hmm. there's all kinds of wonderful historic stuff out there. There's the lake, there's the casino, there's all kinds of stuff that probably people have never heard of that mm -hmm. are out there. And and uh, the mayor and I have discussed it at length, and we've met with uh, the various uh, historical societies, and uh, we're going to do our best to preserve some of that, and I you know do a kind of a uh, where the homes are intertwined with some of the historic sites, and and have a, a I think it's a chance to really enhance those housing developments that are going to go in out there. Uh, but that's a long-range plan, but we have to be thinking out that far. Yes. We have to be thinking out that far of things to do, because that's a lot of land out there. There's 27,000 acres, I think it's something. And, and, um, and uh, you know, the, 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 you guys are going to have to build a bridge, a couple of them over one. Mm -hmm. So there's some a lot of things we're going to be working together on to make that all happen. And, uh, and I'm personally on board with Project. I am personally on board with that project yeah. too. I think it's a great expansion. Yeah. We need to do it, and and it is part of the future of this yeah. county. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing, of course, is public safety, which is always number one on your slate, always number one mm -hmm. on ours. And uh, as our population grows, we're going to have to establish a couple more, probably uh, police outstations and fire outstations mm -hmm. as we spread out. And, you know, things are more people and more houses, and and all those things are expensive. Oh, we definitely. just we just yeah. had to buy two yeah. fire engines. Yeah, one point two million dollars. Oh, I know, I know. Two um, fire, two fires. When I first retired, I became a volunteer firefighter, yeah. and I learned an awful lot about how our fire departments work. Yeah. Um, but my favorite part was when I finally got to drive the fire truck, <laughs> <laughs> and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, those are big but machines. They're big machines. Um, you've got to you got to give yourself a little more distance for slowing down. Um, you know, a lot of safety involved. Just getting that truck to a fire, yeah. the safety that's involved is enormous. And 
there are amazingly um there are times where fire trucks get into accidents yeah. on their way to fire so yeah. we were always very conscious when driving yeah. you know that yeah we got to get there fast but we can't have an accident because yeah. that doesn't do anybody any good and, yeah. um, and the other challenge we're facing is um, inflation uh, for instance we have a five-year plan for you know uh, road work mm -hmm. and design and all that and and the projects this year that were already approved and already funded, we don't have enough money to pay for it yeah. because of inflation. This this was going to be a one point five million dollar road project, and now it's one point seven five, and we don't have the money. So we are belt tightening like crazy right now at, at, our, at our staff level, trying to figure out how are we going to pay for these things that are already approved, already funded, and now we can't afford them. What do we do with it? It's a big problem. And problem. roads here in Palm Coast in the next five years, big issue for big us. Big issue for us, Because they're starting to deteriorate, and we're going to have to repave them. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're going to gonna have to tighten our belts on the, you know, so we can afford the must-have, must, you know, exactly. the needs. But, but the stuff that we don't need, we're going to have to maybe put on the back burner. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone wants everything, but just like at home, yeah. you know, you got a limited amount of money. And, um, you know, you've got to make choices. Yeah, well, we're in the process right now of deciding among those projects that are already approved and funded, which ones we're not going to do. So we can recoup some well, of that money to pay for the, the other ones. ones. A, a lot of people lose sight of this, but government basically is there to deliver certain services. That's right. the purpose of government. And even among those services, there's a hierarchy. So public safety, for One. instance, fire and police would be a priority. It's also very expensive. Why is that? It's labor intensive. It's it is. We're paying uh, Yes, the equipment's expensive, but the equipment has some capital expenditure. But the cost of personnel never goes away if you're going to keep the proper level of personnel. Yeah. And uh, we see what staff reductions can do. We see in some of these Democrat cities that defunded the police. Uh, I've seen it before in my career when I was in policing, terrible cuts uh, in police budgets in large cities where crime uh, skyrocketed. So uh, that's one portion. The other portion that we forget about is, yes, uh, who keeps those roads uh, going? Who, who keeps uh, those swells clean? Who keeps those canals dredged? Because they are part of the storm. It's all part of the well, Dredging is a big issue that's coming our way oh, yeah. now in Palm Coast. Yeah. So you have to figure out a way uh, to pay for those roads. Uh, and you can argue, you know, which amenity we want, but there are certain things that are vital. Uh, and so I guess you think your impact fees are in line with that in terms of transportation? Uh, possibly not. I mean, I had, a, I had a staff meeting a couple of weeks ago on our roads mm -hmm. and what the cost will be five years down the road. And, and, you know, as I said, well, you know, we can't keep kicking this can down the road anymore. We're going to have to face up to the fact that we need to, you know, put away this yeah. money, yeah. which means we may need to, to get rid of other things. Yeah, I'm sure you and, have a, a backlog list like we do. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. You, and it's just scary when, you, when the backlog list gets bigger and bigger. And yeah. You know you're going to have to pay the piper at some point. At some you're going to have to do it. You yeah. Know? You know, you figure roughly, you used to be able to roughly figure a million dollars a mile, and that doesn't work anymore. No, it doesn't. It does I, uh, yes, and I was, I was surprised at that, you know, because yeah. you think a million bucks is a lot of money. Well, yeah. 
but in in pavement in road work no it's not it's not it's not so uh do you have a website up uh no you don't no. okay no uh, there's gonna be one up okay but, uh, i don't know how to do those things so. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the corner. I tried to have somebody help me with okay. that. Okay. Well, yeah, um, and it's supposedly uh, they'll be one else. Is there a Facebook but, page? Yeah, I do, I do have my personal Facebook and I have my county commission. All right, so they can find yes. they can find out more about you by going yeah. to that county uh, Facebook page yeah. or your personal one. Personal one, yeah, yeah, either and, one. And you'll be out knocking on doors, I'm sure. Yeah, we're gonna we've got the we've got it kind of mapped out what we're gonna do, mm -hmm. and we'll probably start next week. Um, it's a it's a lot of work. No, it is. I mean, it really it is. is. It's a lot of work, but again, it's uh, it's I think it's part of the job, and uh, it's it's actually fun. Yeah, so, I'm amazed at how many people decide to run for an office and then put up some signs and do nothing. Yeah, and then they wonder why they don't get elected. Um, you know, folks don't. You know, folks are always surprised to see a candidate at their door. No doubt. Yeah. Um, so you know, they'll be looking forward. Yeah, to Yeah. Well, I've had you. people say. Well, this is the first time anybody's ever come yeah. to my house. Me too. I'm voting for Mine you. Mine too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, we're about out of time. Yep. I just want to mention to everyone that our Trump Club meets every third Monday at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. Please get there a few minutes early because we fill up rather fast. We're always having speakers or something going on. Our website is flagler4trump.com. That's flagler Number four, or not number, it is number four, number four, uh, Trump.com. And it's right there on your screen. Um, so please visit our website. You can see all of our podcasts there. You can find out everything that we're doing. And until uh, next time. Yep, but we have some exciting things coming. Thank you. The Future of Flagler is sponsored by the Flagler Trump Club. Our meetings are every third Monday starting at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. Visit our website, flaglerfortrump.com. That's flagler, the number four, trump.com to learn more. Let's make America great again.